We've got a brand new show on the Geek Therapy Network called the Queer Comics Podcast. It is a celebration of queer representation in comics. To learn more about the show, visit queercomics.geektherapy.com. Welcome to GT Radio on the Geek Therapy Network. My name is Jose Cardona with Laura Taylor. Yay! Bonus episode! I love that bonus episodes are like you and me. Like, it's well, a little Lara Josue bonus. Yeah, I mean, you know, I feel bad for Brandon and Lauren. Mm-hmm. Couldn't go see Captain Marvel early, like us. They're not cool like us, but you know. They're cool like them. They're just not cool like us. Exactly. Excellent point. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome to a bonus episode of GT Radio. We'll be back for a regularly scheduled episode on Saturday. But uh, Captain Marvel came out. The 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 hype is real. So we're going to talk about it. Full spoilers. You know the drill. Uh, full reactions. So... See the movie first. <laughs> see the movie first. Also, before you before you hop off, if you have not watched the movie yet, check out the latest episode of Hero Nation here mm-hmm. on the Geek Therapy Network, where they did an episode on Captain Marvel, but talking about her comic book roots and and you know appearances of the character before the movie. So it's a good it's a good place to to start, I think. Yeah, to, get get your background info before you yeah. see how things kind of changed and yeah yeah or save it for later either way well uh we'll give you five seconds to turn this off because we're gonna start with spoilers in five four three two one spoilers (gasps) lara what you think (laughs) fucking amazing damn right (laughs) (laughs) yeah i said fucking amazing oh so good (laughs) now i am I have so many thoughts about the movie, but just just lay it on me. Give me give me more. The movie was it's it's interesting because in my head I keep comparing it to like Wonder Woman because it's a, a female led superhero movie, but in in so many ways it was different. You texted me before and said I was going to cry. I didn't cry. I just felt like electrified the whole movie, kind of like she was, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. it was so huh. good. Um, I got chills. I, I teared up a little bit in places. Um, but I felt like this movie was just so powerful and, and Brie Larson killed it. She killed it. She seemed like she was having a lot of fun. Yeah. And everybody compl- one of the biggest things that guys were like, she doesn't smile in any of the trailers or anything. And they make a joke about that in the movie. And it's great. Um, <laughs> But she's laughing and smiling and it has the perfect attitude and just, it's, it's great. It's great. Oh, so much, so much humor and action and emotion and it hit all the right notes for me. <laughs> um, how did you see it as a female superhero? What'd you think about that? Or, or as a movie that you know that's going to resonate with a female audience, like there are things there that are meant to call out to girls and women mm-hmm. specifically. How would you feel about that? I so the the first thing that came to mind at the end of the movie for me was this movie doesn't only pass the Bechdel test; it blows it out of the water because there's no relationship talk whatsoever. Yeah, it's true. She doesn't need a man to rescue her. She doesn't need anyone to rescue her. She rescues herself. 
Yeah. <laughs> every single time. Um, that was an important message. The one time I did start to tear up and it was the montage where she had been knocked down repeatedly as a child yeah. and, and an adult and then gets back up every single time with a smirk on her face, um, ready to take things on again. Um, that was super, super moving. That scene, that scene is so powerful. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm pissed that they shut it in the trailers mm-hmm. because in that moment, it's so important, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking like, damn, like my sister can, can see herself in this scene, but so can my niece, you know? And so mm-hmm. can people of different ages because it's showing all of them at once, you know, and how yeah. it all, like it's all her and it's all building up to, to this moment, you know, like they've all made her who she is, but she's always, but at the same time, that's who she is and that's who she's always been. Mm-hmm. Um, like that power, like she had power before she had power. Right. And uh, and it was always there within her. Yeah. 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 A- a- and the superpowers just make her more badass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, and there's also like the, the, the metaphor there, right? That like she was being held back every single moment of her life by other people. And now mm-hmm. even though she's, you know, a fucking God, practically, she's still being held back this time by Cree technology. Yeah. But, and the, and they made her think that the power was their power that they were giving her, but really it was within her the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. All they did was subdue it. Oh man. Oh, so good. Like it made me think about Ray in Star Wars. Yeah. Where Ray, she's a woman, but she could have been anybody, you know, because mm-hmm. there really isn't, there's no, there's nothing that screams like a female experience to me. Like she's an orphan, which is super relatable. Yeah. And that like there's no reason why she couldn't be any gender. Mm-hmm. Right. But, but not Carol Danvers, like Carol Danvers, like there were very specific things that were, that alluded to her experience as a girl and later a woman and yeah. how people treated her. Uh huh. And that, like, that really stood out. The military stuff was cool, too. Like, yeah, yeah. It's set in the 90s, and it's true. Back then, women could not be combat pilots. So she took that job just to be able to to fly a plane. And women in the military are still working on, their, on, on gaining equal footing and rights, but we're way better than we were in the 90s today. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it... Uh, she's just amazing and in the space battle like when she's when she's fighting all those ships and everything and she's on fire and just looks at the flips around and looks at the camera oh (laughs) it was amazing my wife and i were like squeezing our hands squeezing (laughs) our hands and, and like oh my god the whole time it was so great Oh, I love that part where she's flying through the ship and she's just like punching through the walls, like, mm-hmm. oh man, just tearing it apart. Oh man. When she's, uh, fu- and in the beginning, when she's like, uh, when she's lo- she's held captive and she busts out of the the contraption and takes on like 20 Cree or 20 scrolls at once and like. With her hands tied. With her hands tied. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and no shoes. And no shoes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh it's man. so great. Yeah. No, there was there was a lot to love. But yeah, but I kept I kept thinking about that. And I think I think Wonder Woman was special because of that because it it constantly 
brought up the fact that Wonder Woman is a woman and that means something. And also in another time period, right? It also mm-hmm. established, um, like it had conversations about that. It did not ignore it. And yeah, again, Star Wars is, you know, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. It's not our real world, but there's, there was really nothing. Again, there's, there's nothing that makes Ray particularly relatable as a female other than the fact that she's female. Does mm-hmm. that, does that make sense? Am I, am I making yeah. sense here? Yeah. You, you make sense there. Like there's nothing, I mean, the, in Star Wars, there are hints of like people look at her relationship with, uh, with Finn and maybe there could be something there or Kylo Ren even, but it's, but that's not the, but that's not the focus. That's not the focus. And that, and that's interpretation. Yeah. But again, having a relationship with a, with the two different male characters, again, that she could be male or female. Like that's nothing, that's nothing that mm-hmm. isn't relatable as a male or a female. It's, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, but they don't they don't address because they're in a different universe. They don't yeah, address like yeah. women don't have the same rights or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Again, because I think for a superhero movie to see those moments where like it, I can relate to someone saying like, "Oh, you're too slow. You're not good enough. You're never going to make it." But I've never had someone tell them that to me because I'm a girl, and that was very explicit in the movie. And I think that that's super important. Damn, that was so good. So good. The look on her fa- like Bree Bree Larson's acting just like what the looks on her face when like uh after she was when she was being held captive and all of a sudden she gets her powers back in her hands and claps them together and is like, "Yes." Like yeah. <laughs> just the joy that she takes in in being able to use her powers and her confidence in herself and her cockiness throughout everything. It was it was all her interactions with um with the Nick Fury are great. Oh. <laughs> oh. I I love this movie so yeah. much. I want to go see it again next week. I saw it in 3D. I want to see it 2D. I want to see it. Uh, I don't think mm-hmm. I'm going to go 4D this time, but I definitely need to see it again. If you saw it in 4D, would they like throw lightning bolts at you? <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> there's there's definitely a lot of action. Hmm, maybe mm-hmm. I should see it in 4D. Let me think about this because it was a lot of fun. Like this is the type of movie that I, I want to go to the movie theater to see. Yeah. Because it's, it's, oh man, so freaking cool. <laughs> something else, something else I loved about it was the intro reel with the, the Marvel logos with Stanley. So that's basically what I meant. Like, that was the first I, yeah thing I thought, no like, definitely I, you might cry. <laughs> it was, I, I didn't necessarily like cry like I did when I saw uh, Into the Spider-Verse, because I'd had a little more distance, but my entire the entire theater I was in was just like, oh, and clapped when they said, thank you, Stan. Yeah, I mean, um, they replaced and- him entirely. Like, they replaced every single superhero yeah. in the intro with a Stan Lee cameo. Yeah, and then Stan Lee's cameo, everybody in the theater once again went, oh. Well, and the way that Brie looked at him, like, hey, Stan. I see you. Like, thank you. You know? Oh, man. And they did that Fuck. before he died. Oh, so so that was really him? Yeah, that was really him. I, I didn't know if it was CG'd or, or, or what it was because it just, it felt strange because he kind of just looked up and smiled, you know? Yeah, I, they I, they filmed it before, before gotcha. he died. Gotcha. 
Oh man. Yeah. No, that was, that was, that was incredible. So that was one of the first things I thought that. Uh, yeah, know, definitely. Right. And I mean, remember when I say cry, I usually cry happy tears. Yes. So when definitely. you describe tearing up, that's pro- that's basically like, I'm not like sobbing in the theater when I say I cry. <laughs> usually with my happy tears, there are like tears running down my face. Like, yeah. 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 Well, I, I, I did have uh, a lot of that. Um, something else I was thinking about was, uh, so Wonder Woman is going to be set in the 80s, right? Mm-hmm. 1982 specifically, I think. Uh, 84? 84? 82? Maybe, 84? maybe 84. 84. One of those two numbers. 84 sounds right. Yeah. I think so much of the humor, right? So many of the jokes were because it was in the 90s. So much 90s nostalgia. I yeah. <laughs> was like, oh my God. I want to go back to the, to the 90s. When she asked for communication equipment, I was like, please let there be a, a Radio Shack in this strip mall. And sure <laughs> enough, there it was. <laughs> mm-hmm. She shot the True Lies cutout, the loading at the end. She's like, what's happening? Yeah. Like, it's loading. Uh, like, what? <laughs> the entire soundtrack, I was singing the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. I want the soundtrack because I only have a couple of those albums. Yeah. But definitely, I was singing yeah. the whole time. <sighs> yeah. So I'm I'm curious, like how much I don't know, like how weird will it feel? Because I don't know. I'm assuming that Wonder Woman is going to do a lot of that with the '80s, but this was done really well. Like, uh, you know, I mean, it, it's going to be a year from now. I guess you could still do the same thing and do it with the '80s. But it, part of part of me is concerned about that, but part of me is also excited. I think it'll be fine. Yeah. Um, we've had some some movies with a little bit of throwback before uh, X Men movies. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So I think I think it'll be good. I'm excited for 80s nostalgia, too, even though I will if it's 84, I'll have only been a year old then. But I still remember (laughs) the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. But the 90s is so much like her typing on the keyboard in the Internet (laughs) cafe. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then just going out to pick out pick up a map. (laughs) Yep. Nine Inch Nails shirt and, you know flannel uh shirt around her waist the whole thing yeah so 90s <laughs> so good yeah but i don't know I, I enjoyed it so so much you know what i really liked the fact that the scrolls ended up not being bad guys uh-huh because i don't know what in the in the comics that i've read the scrolls are always bad guys and i don't remember secret invasion i i i basically sort of remember that secret invasion was a bad thing like you know like <laughs> here it makes it seem like uh the scrolls um actions have been you know out of uh in order to protect themselves and i i, I don't remember secret invasion being that way or other appearances of the scrolls i've always seen them as bad guys so it was it was very surprising to see them as good guys yeah. or at least you know at least as oppressed people and the whole time in the movie i was like wait a minute the Kree, the Inhumans are Kree. The Kree are bad guys. Ronin's a Kree. Why the f- <laughs> So, so this like, is this is an excellent point because uh-huh. if you watch Agents of Shield, so so the Kree have appeared multiple times as as assholes. Yes, <laughs> every time. Every time. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I was like, wait, what the heck? She's she's with them, but she's the good guy. But oh. yeah. And I, I really liked the the Annette Benning, uh, Marvel character. I did being, enjoy that. Yeah, yeah. That again, all of that was surprising. I had certain expectations, and it completely circumvented them. I I really appreciated that. 
and that was that was pretty cool um and i it also gave her this purpose at the end it was like the reason why she had to leave was to fix all that and to and to mm-hmm. help the scrolls i mean and in a way it's kind of cool because that like if the scrolls are good that means we can have good scrolls right we can yeah. have people shape shifting um infiltrators who are on our side and and that's exciting mhm and then oh the scene she comes back at the end looking the same as she did she's and that's like um what third oh, I, this is math like 25 years later her hair was different, though. Yeah, her hair was different, but that doesn't matter. She still looks the same age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was expecting. She did. A more... She did a Captain America right there. <laughs> she did. I was expecting a more complicated answer, like maybe she was uh, stuck in the what's the what's the dimension where Ant Man can go into the the micro something. You know what I mean? Uh, y- yeah. If you shrink down far enough. And uh, or, you know, or some other dimension or some sort of time travel. I was trying but... to explain that to my wife earlier and I just made hand motions and my fingers <laughs> pinching together like he keeps getting smaller. You know, I was like, I place. don't remember. <laughs> Someone uh, else will be like, you guys aren't real nerds. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Memory. Uh, old nerds have bad memories. <laughs> um, so the the way yeah, you skip to the end that is like we're, we're in the end game now we are in the mm-hmm. end game we are in the end game end game is a month away i cannot wait and that scene i think it's it's making the wait a little easier because i saw all these people in the same room right like we saw mm-hmm. we just saw hulk black widow and war machine in the same room as captain marvel so we have an idea of what to expect, right? This is the- yeah. You don't have to wait and be like, "Oh my God, is she coming? When is she coming?" Because you know she's there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, this could happen halfway through the movie, right? Yeah, but you know, you are the anxiety is going to be gone. You know, she's there. Exactly, exactly. Reminds me of Star Wars. The whole time you're waiting for Luke to show up, to not say a word, <laughs> <laughs> and being disappointed still years after. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we know, we know kind of how that's going to happen and it's such a cool scene too i mean in a lot of these after credit scenes have been pulled right from the the a future movie and it's really cool to see them later in context and, and yeah oh man i can't wait mm-hmm. and that looks like you know it's around the same time when uh ant-man shows up outside remember in the in the trailer yeah so and i'm like okay so he gets out <laughs> yeah and and obviously like that scene starts with Captain America saying like, this is horrible. This is a nightmare. So that's not going to be halfway through the movie. That's going to be pretty early on. Yeah. Now, how do you feel about like Captain Marvel? I think is a problem for, for the creators because it's, it's your, you know, your classic Superman problem. Like she's, she's so fucking powerful for this whole movie for, for 90% of the movie, you had to have her depowered and, not have her memory, like have her be manipulated, depowered, and not remember who she was to to kind of tell a story, right? Uh-huh. Before she, uh, you know, had full, full, full power, went full power and was able to just wreck shop. It's like now if she's full powered, like, like oh man, like now we need kryptonite in the future or do, she, do all her adventures gonna... take place in, in space? Like what do we do? 
yeah, she's going to have a weakness or she's going to be there for this movie and then go off into space and have her own set of movies. Like, I don't know. She also, in the comics, has a really close relationship with the Guardians of the Galaxy. So that could be a thing. Which makes sense that, you know, those connections were there in this movie. Mm -hmm. We had Ronin. We had... Oh, I don't. I don't remember the name of that guy. Oh, the one with the two blades. Yes. Uh yeah. I can't remember his name. I, I can't remember, remember any of their names. It's like Desmond <laughs> something. He's you know the black actor. Like yeah. He's, he's like shaved head, and he's at the beginning. He's the one who who confronts Star Lord at the beginning of Guardians mm-hmm. One, and he's working for Ronan. Yeah. So it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Can we just talk about the real the real star of the movie? Goose. Goose? <laughs> I keep calling my cats my little flurkins now. <laughs> they are little flurkins. I've met they, them. Uh-huh. They're flurkins. Yeah. Yeah. Um th- but seriously, like Goose was great. Ah. Uh, and and the fact that Goose is the reason that Nick Fury lost his eye? <laughs> and he won't admit to anybody what really happened. There's probably all these legends about what happened, and it's it's a cat. It's oh, a cat. Man. It's a cat. So but yeah. it's not a cat. It's a flurkin. True. Uh, a yeah. mother flurkin. Samuel L. Jackson got to say motherfucker in a movie, <laughs> but it was mother flurkin. When did that happen? I don't remember that. You don't remember that? No. When Goose takes out his eye. Oh, he said mother flurkin? Yeah. Oh, that's oh. Gotta see it again. Now you gotta see the movie again. Gotta see it again, just for that. When that happened, uh, our friend Jessica from Queer Comics Podcast was smacking my arm over and over and over again <laughs> because she was so excited <laughs> about Nick Fury losing his eye. So th- this this just reminds me how much more I appreciate again the the scrolls the I forget I forget the name of the, like the leader of the scrolls here. Do you remember uh, Ta- Talos? Taylor, something like that. Something like that. Um, he, like, the way he reacted around the cat, he was so afraid of it. Mm-hmm. And when when uh, Goose scratched, uh, when Scratch Fury, he's like, it's just a scratch. <laughs> Taylor's is like, nope, just shaking his head. The same like when they're going out into orbit, and and Fury's like, is this is this normal? Is this like space turbulence? They're like, yeah. And he looks at it and was like, shakes his head, nope, not normal. <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's like a treasure in this movie. Um and and I did not expect that at all. I did not mm-hmm. expect to to love a scroll. <laughs> I know. Like I this. love he was like, You're my science guy, and you couldn't figure this out. And then the <laughs> science guy is the one who fixes the ship to make it go yeah. into space. Oh. I love the science guy. He's like, oh, damn it. Yep. Nope. Nope. Makes sense. Yep. I should I should have known better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, when he was uh, imitating Rambo and the girl came forward and then she like he changed back into himself and she looked back and he just like shrugged. He's like, eh, sorry, kid. <laughs> 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 it wasn't, you know, it was like. They were giving you hints that they weren't evil, and we didn't really yeah, understand yeah. until that that time, or you know, around there at the house. That was so unexpected. Yeah, because the whole movie, rather than trying to hurt, well, I guess at first they were trying to hurt uh, Captain Marvel, but because uh, they shot at her. But for the most part, they were trying to run away from her. 
Well, they were trying to recapture her, right? Yeah. I think because yeah. they, they captured her at the beginning, they were probably trying to. Yeah, they just wanted to knock her, her out or something. Yeah. 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 To continue what they were doing before. But in general, they they didn't really ever do anything to try and hurt her. Yeah, so any predictions for the future of Captain Marvel in the in the MCU? I hope she is there for a very long time. <laughs> I think she has a seven uh, movie a seven contract. Seven movie contract. Oh, I think thank so. goodness! Yeah. Thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> so the Captain America first Captain America movie said uh, it was Captain America the first Avenger. She's really the first Avenger. She is absolutely. Yep. And I've always, I hope that they get to the point. They never mention her rank when she was in the military. They mention Rambo's rank, but not oh. her rank. But there's this whole thing eventually down the line that she outranks Captain America. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I remember there's a comic that I read. I forgot which one where she's like, well, you know, I'm I'm actually a captain. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, He's more yeah. like a symbolic, uh, you know, it was like an honorary title. I'm not exactly sure, but I think the organizations that she's part of in the comics are like adjunct to the military. Gotcha, like S.H.I.E.L.D. with the military. Like yeah. 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 Got it. Makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so, so good. Ooh, and the comics designs, right? Like the, the new version of the costume and everything. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Like, I did not imagine that it would work so well on screen. Holy shit. The Mohawk, everything. I'm sad that she didn't have, because in the comics, I think currently she still has really short hair. Um, I'm sad that she doesn't, but Brie Larson looks fine with the longer hair, and that's the the classic style of of how she's been. She had even longer hair before when she was Miss Marvel. But they did the Mohawk, which is... They did the Mohawk, which is the cool part. Yeah, 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 which is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was telling my wife, this is probably the easiest character for me to cosplay because of my <laughs> mohawk. <laughs> yeah. We've got a brand new show on the Geek Therapy Network. It's called the Queer Comics Podcast. It's a celebration of queer representation in comics and other media. You may have heard last year during the San Diego Comic-Con episode when we had Lara's wife, Nina, on the show. We talked about how she works in the comic book industry and was involved in award shows that celebrated queer representation. We've been talking about a possible show ever since. Maybe I peer pressured her a little bit. And the result is the Queer Comics Podcast. I've listened to a few episodes already. I think Nina and Jessica are doing something really, really great. And the first episode is up now, which you can find at queercomics.geektherapy.com. Or to subscribe, you can just look up Queer Comics Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Again, that's the Queer Comics Podcast. To learn more, visit queercomics.geektherapy.com. I always I hate it when the when the heroes fight each other, mm-hmm. but I do kind of want to see them all try to take her on and just to gauge how powerful everybody is in comparison to one another. Hmm. Like, could the Hulk withstand her? Blasts? That's that's the one I'm really thinking about. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I I kind of have an idea. You know, I think it would be Thor probably be the the closest thing to be able to taking her on. But I want to see. I want to see. I want to see Hulk try. Yeah, because when she's, uh, I can't remember the dude. I cannot remember any of the of the Kree's names. But Jude Law's character, the main bad guy, um, when he's like, "Can you take me on as yourself?" and she just blasts him 
with the stuff and shoots him into the rock. And she's like, I have nothing to prove to you. That was great. That, that was, was, that was an yeah. amazing line. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the reason why I'm curious about this is because we've seen everybody come up against Thanos. So I'm curious, like after seeing this movie, I feel like she could. Well, that's the push. That, that's why Nick Fury called for her to help. <laughs> But I mean, like, I feel like she could break a world in half. And now, like, how how does that... We're we're assuming that we're going to fight Thanos again. I think that that's probably wrong. Hmm. Because you know? Thanos has all the power. Like, he's, like, godlike. And if she's, like, godlike, that would be a pretty equal fight there. But I don't think that he is anymore. Hmm. Yeah, the gauntlet did kind of get crushed in. Yeah, yeah. I think he used the stones... And everything is done. I think that Thanos is now, you know, I think that there was probably going to be a way to undo what Thanos did. And it's going to have less to do with Thanos and more to do with some other challenge. I'm I'm guessing, which Hmm. would make sense that you would have something more powerful than Thanos in your way to, because now again, like all our biggest hitters are still here. Everybody like all the most powerful uh, characters are still around. Yeah. And assuming Tony makes it back, which I, I you know, I'm, I'm sure he will. <laughs> he always comes back with a b- bigger and better suit. <laughs> so um, even, even Tony's probably going to be powered up. So we've got, we've got all the heavy hitters plus Captain Marvel. Yeah. Huh. Like at that point, it, it almost seems unfair to Thanos, but like Thanos isn't the problem now. It's how do you, undo what Thanos did. And that's probably more of a a brain power kind of thing. But I don't know. Well, like there'll probably there, there will be something, right? Whatever, an alien, something that they have to combat and and get through and and be able to to fix the problem. I've seen some theories online, but I'm I'm not uh touching those. I'm just trying to like think about the things that I've been thinking about for a year now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Uh yeah, but it's like she she's so powerful, right? Again, that's the impression I get at the end of this movie. Like the moment she unlocked her power, she was incredible and then like what happens when she learns how to use all her power, you know? Like now it's 25 years later. Mhm. She's she's been battling stuff and Yeah, and I don't think she's going to be weaker for it. I think she's probably just going to, you know, be better. Mhm. And uh farther, faster. Higher? What? What did she say? Higher, further, faster. Yeah, that's on the on my shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she'll be better now than she was. Uh, well, she'll she'll be like, you know again like a more formidable opponent in Endgame than she was in in this movie. So yeah. So I mean, again, I'm assuming you need a a bad guy that's equally as powerful. Mm-hmm. We'll say. Oh, I can't, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. You know, Marvel, Marvel, it's really sneaky. <laughs> it's really sneaky. It is that they put these movies so close together because, like, you can't buy the DVD of Captain Marvel before Endgame comes out. So you have to go watch it again. You have to yeah. go to the theater. So I'm going to end up going three times to the theater to see this. Because you're going to see it again next week, and then you're probably going to want to see it right before Endgame. Uh-huh. Yep, 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 yep. Bastards. Mm-hmm. Man. <laughs> they did the same thing with Black Panther. Same thing, yeah. I think it was the it was either the second or it may have been the third time I saw Black Panther was a few days before 
before Infinity War. Well, and Black Panther was in theaters even after it was released on Blu-ray and, and digitally. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember finally going with my mom to see it and... Oh, Black Panther will return. I'm like, well, next week. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I know, I know. <laughs> uh, another question. I'm considering marathoning through all the movies over oh the next God. five or six weeks. <laughs> I finally have them all. I've been collecting them digitally over the years. And I, I finally completed the collection recently when they were on sale. Huh. So I'm thinking <laughs> i might start doing that oh i i don't i don't know if i don't that there would be some gaps because i have all my stuff physical copies and i think there are some that i didn't buy oh that's a lot <laughs> that's a lot of movies yeah and i mean since we're on the conversation of marvel cinematic universe the uh, you know disney plus is coming next year mm-hmm. check out our disney podcast coming soon mm-hmm They've said that the Marvel shows on Disney Plus will tie in, will really tie in. Will really tie in. These assholes (laughs) for Mm. all these years are like, it's all connected. Everything's connected. And Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. kind of, sort of, was connected here and there. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is 100% connected most of the time. (laughs) It was connected most of the time. The references were just a few here and there, but it was connected. The Netflix ones, you they mention like I think the big green guy one time. And they like, mentioned the New York incident in season one of Daredevil, and then they right. pretty much never mention it again. Right. Uh, and in Runaways recently, they there was a comment like, Oh, like aliens aren't real. And that that infuriated me because in mm-hmm. this world we've we've had the like Avengers happened. The whole world knows that aliens came in and fucked up New York. So, ah, yep. oh, so so that kind of thing, it, it bugs me. But it, again, it bugs me even more that they're like, oh yeah, like no, like because those aren't like technically Marvel Studios TV shows. But now everything will definitely be yeah be connected. I'm like, ah, oh, fine, fine. Ah, oh, I mean, I'm mm-hmm. excited about that, but at the same time, I'm mad that. You're always like you're always looking for the references, but then they were never there. I mean, I made sure with Agents of Shield to watch up until I had to stay on top of it when a movie was coming out. Yeah, yeah. Because especially when Winter Soldier happened. Yep. Yep. Yeah. They cuz that changed the whole show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were there were multiple moments like that. Like that was that one definitely changed the whole show. There was after Thor two, they they immediately went to the location of the movie and cleaned up afterwards. Yeah, like those that kind of things. Lady Sif has been on Shield. Yep. Um, what else? And I mean, you know, Coulson was in Captain Marvel. Uh, he was Coulson the- with hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The rookie. He's gonna go places. I I wish they'd found a way to put um, Agent May in there. That would have been cool. Yeah, but that would be too much of a connection. Man. I, I know. know. I don't know. I think all of this stuff is super exciting. Again, like even even Captain Marvel just like had so many ties to so many of the other movies. And probably when I watch it again, I'll see more stuff. But yeah. you know, like the obvious ones were were Ronin, the other character, the Avengers thing, the Avengers initi- initiative. Mm-hmm. 
Fury losing the eye. Colson, like, the all tesseract. that stuff is obvious. The Tesseract. Yeah, all that stuff is obvious. But that scene with uh, Goose coughing up the Tesseract like a hairball was great. As a cat <laughs> owner, I can say it was very accurate. <laughs> you never know what's going to come out. You never know what they're going to spit out. No. Could no. be a Tesseract. It, it could have been a hairball or it could have been a Tesseract. Yeah. And then they stop in the middle of it and then it comes. Yep. Mm-hmm. It, yep. It's very accurate. You think Goose is still around? Um, I if if he were a cat, no. But it's a flirkin. I don't know what their life expectancy is. I know. I know. Do you, you think you think we'll see Goose again? I hope so. I'm a little sad that um they they renamed the flirkin because in the comics his name is Chewy. Yep. Yep. Because of Chewbacca. Yeah. Because uh, Carol Danvers is a. Star Wars fan. So so I, I read something about this, but why I don't see a reason why Disney they own, Disney owns yeah. it all. Yeah. I think I honestly I think they were trying to differentiate their their brands a little bit. And I think it, of all the names, Goose was a good one as a top gun reference because she's in the military and a pilot. Yeah, yeah. So I think it was yeah. it was cool. Yeah. But I, I, I do wish his name was Chewy. <laughs> oh. And then, obviously, I don't remember if they said it explicitly, but Goose was Marvel's cat, right? I'm yes. Assuming. Yeah, they, yeah. They did. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. So good. Also, along these lines of like things being combined, on the Kingdom Hearts, uh, like there's news about Kingdom Hearts 3 that said that apparently they tried to do Star Wars and uh, Marvel stuff, but they just... Mm-hmm couldn't get the contracts out like they they couldn't negotiate like they couldn't get the negotiations right so so everything fell through i mean i like the way that um the the stuff they have done in kingdoms kingdom hearts uh the whole series are mostly like disney proper things even pirates of the caribbean is it's the live action thing but it's based on a disney ride so Yeah, I mean, Big Hero Six is in there, which is technically Marvel. So, but Disney Animation Studios did the movie. Yeah, but it's still like a it's still a Marvel thing, you know. Yeah, but it wasn't so, Marvel Studios yeah. or Marvel Animation. Well, what a movie! What a movie! This has been fun. I like these bonus episodes. I I do too. I like to debrief with you after seeing these these awesome movies. I don't think we've we have seen a movie that we just did not like i we haven't done that yet there's there's always something good about these movies always yeah i mean even even after the star wars films even those bonus episodes are mostly positive when you were like eh, i don't know if i like it but oh my gosh this thing is so cool <laughs> well, i mean I've, I've come out angry out of a movie but like still liked it <laughs> absolutely yeah so it's always good to debrief and uh and have these conversations. Yeah. So uh, a next episode could be, I guess Shazam would be the next one mm-hmm. if we wanted to. I don't know how your hype levels are for Shazam. Oh, oh, I've heard some really good things about Shazam. Okay. And I, I'm sure. pretty, I, I don't know much about Shazam except what I've seen in uh, like Injustice um, and, and things like that. But it, I think it's real. And in uh, Justice League Unlimited, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um 
so I, I like the idea. I like the concept. Um, okay, so that, the, could, that the, could be our next one. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then obviously, end game after that. Uh, oh, oh, sure, for sure. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh uh-huh. man. Woo. All right. So, thank you for joining us for this bonus episode of GT Radio, where we talked about oh, Captain Marvel. So good. Got to watch it again. We're in the end game now. We we are. And then everything's going to change. Then everything's going to change. I know. Oh, man. (gasps) They said everything was going to change in Infinity War. We just... It did, but we kept all our our base people. This next one, everything's going to change. Contracts are up. (laughs) But then also, like, Far From Home doesn't look that different. (laughs) So I don't know how much things are going to change, but but we'll see. We'll find out soon. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us. As always... You can find us at geektherapy.com, network.geektherapy.com for all our other shows. Remember, we uh, shout out to Hero Nation earlier and to our new show, Career Comics Podcast. You can find them on the network. Thank you for joining us. We'll be, yeah, we'll catch you like in a day or two in the regular episodes. Bye. You've just listened to GT Radio on the Geek Therapy Network. For more about the network, visit network.geektherapy.com. And for additional content, including the GT Book Club and discounts on our merch store, consider joining Geek Therapy on Patreon for as little as $1 a month at patreon.com slash geektherapy. 